Welcome to a Pro Insights podcast sponsored by Pro Unlimited, a pioneer and global leader in contingent workforce management solutions. Pro Insights podcasts are focused on providing procurement, HR, IT, finance, and other corporate functions with information and strategies that help them navigate the opportunities and risk related to their use of contingent labor. I'm your host, Patrick Spencer, Vice President of Marketing at Pro. It is hard today not to stumble across a headline related to what has become known as the new on-demand workforce. These high-skilled contingent workers are the octane boost many companies are using to fuel their engines. They afford companies the flexibility and agility to focus their resources on initiatives that drive tangible business value. This on-demand workforce is comprised of workers ranging from millennials seeking the flexibility of contingent positions to retirees and former full-time employees looking for temporary placements that leverage their skill sets. These on-demand workers welcome the flexibility and the challenges that come with these assignments. If we roll back the clock to 1991 when Pro was first founded, this on-demand workforce was just beginning to form and evolve into a strategic entity. Contingent workers comprised a fraction of the workforce compared to their share today. Yet, the challenges two-plus decades ago closely resemble those of today. Cost for contingent talent was difficult to retain without an overarching umbrella spread across the contingent workforce. Further, because of regulations, which are even greater today, there were various risks that had to be managed. And as new and emerging business requirements in the space appeared, Pro evolved its services and technology offerings over time. One of the commitments Pro retained over the years was an integrated solutions approach. This included the contention that customers would get the most value out of the company's offering with an integrated services technology solution or vendor management system, namely the technology, intertwined with a managed services provider program, namely the services of the people component. I recently had a chance to interview a few members of Pro's executive management team for their perspectives on what this integrated approach means, specifically the value proposition for potential clients and existing customers. This is the first podcast in a series of three installments on the topic of MSP and VMS integration. The focus of this first podcast is on what we could call, as President Harry S. Truman said, the buck stops here. The second installment will examine the broader vendor-supplier relationship and the efficiencies that result from an integrated MSP and VMS approach. That segment is titled Greasing the Skids. The final podcast installment, Getting What You Want, looks at an organization's contingent labor business requirements and how an integrated solution best meets those. My first interview stop was Andrew Poplar, 
Pro's Senior Vice President of Business Development. Andrew is one of the most respected thought leaders on the topic of contingent labor, having worked with hundreds of companies to develop and then execute on their global strategies for managing their contingent workforce. Andrew and his team have a unique perspective when it comes to the reasons why an integrated MSP and VMS approach is best. The number one factor Andrew cites is what he calls one throat to choke. It's the sales team's job to make clients appreciate the value of the of the integrated solution. So I think first and foremost, because we have gotten to these companies and gotten to these individuals and we've highlighted the benefits, uh, and that's why they prefer an integrated VMS MSP solution. When we turn them on to that alternative, it's the lead reason is that in the terms of procurement people, it's one throat to choke, they like to say, uh, rather than having to manage two major global enterprise-wide types of relationships, they can manage one. And the consolidation of that responsibility for them of having to manage one major supplier outweighs the benefits of, of a detangled option. If you perform due diligence properly and um, if you get into the knickers, as, as they say in finance, of the, of the provider that you're considering, then you should have comfort around how they do business and their longevity as an organization. And that's something, you know, pro unlimited with having, um, you know, key, key top managers at the top of the company working together for over 15 years, you know, the head of sales, the head of solutions, and the CEO have worked together for over 15 years uh, should give a company confidence that they're not going anywhere and that um, they've, and having a track record of never being fired um, should speak to itself. I also spoke with Ben Barstow, Pro's Senior Vice President of Strategic Planning, and he concurs with Andrew on the value of a one-vendor approach, specifically one throat to choke. His vantage point, however, is more financial versus Andrew's relationship communications perspective. When you look at all the phases of the buying process, you can see um, uh, in quality and, and optimization and efficiency and savings throughout the entire process from the time they start looking into it till the time that they go through the RFI, RFP process till they make their decision. And then the real value comes in uh, in implementation. You can shorten the implementation timeline because you don't have to worry about coordination of two separate organizations. Um, and then once it's launched, the, um, the advantages are, become abundantly clear um, in terms of if there's a performance issue, there's never going to be a question of, of, you know, where do you go to fix it, right? If it, as Andy refers, one throat to choke on that, right? From a selection process, um, you're going you're gonna, to uh, save a lot of time and money because you're getting both both the service and the the, uh, the system and the software as a service in the same in the same process. So you're so internal resources spent on RFIs and RFPs, um, you don't have double the effort. 
this concept of one throat to choke leads to a second reason in favor of an integrated services and technology approach. Namely, when you have two vendors, it is almost impossible for them to align all the time, or even most of the time. One of the most often occurrences are that companies must live with technology that does not meet their business requirements. Pros recently retired COO Terry Winan, who spent two decades at Pro, describes this scenario. The single biggest concern that I know of is the fact that they are having to live with functionality that is less than either they thought they were buying or they clearly know that they were sold but got shortchanged. Um, when you go beyond the, I'm standing at the back of a line, or they, don't, they, they, they promised me things they can't deliver on. Agility and flexibility are something buyers gain from an integrated MSP and VMS approach. Ali Ben Slomo, Pro's new COO and Executive Vice President of Client Services, who's been with the company since 1997, explains how business speed and the ability to accelerate to capitalize on new business requirements is critical. They might not charge for that separately, but any other enhancement, any other change, once the program is live, is going to be attached to a pretty hefty fee. They might also charge a bundled implementation fee, like $100,000 to get you all of that. Because they're proposing that the VMS annuity, the percentage that they receive from the VMS as a percentage of spend, is fairly low. With volume, it's less than half of a percent. Ben Slomo also explains that misalignment between the VMS provider and the MSP leads to Unexpected cost. What the cost of the client will really be on those things that we don't typically charge for. So part of what we have to do is educate the marketplace. When you're exploring a VMS, kill the onion. Don't just don't just let them pull wool over your eyes that it's gonna be free or very little cost. Do your due diligence. Make sure that you know what the true costs are going to be. The VMS will give them a proposal for what it would cost to set up the program and what it would cost to have basic integrations. The the, the standard ones that would constitute minimal integrations to stand up a program. It's getting the, the, um, you know, a single sign-on. It's getting the um, um, approval, you know, the, the approval matrix. For financials, it's getting the LDAP authenticated users, it's, it's, and it's the AP feed. Those are sort of the basic integrations. This issue of technology and services alignment ultimately goes back to what Andrew Poplar describes as one throat to choke, or in this case, a failed marriage. So there's a lot of finger pointing. Remember, some of the best marriages end up in divorce. So no matter how well these two sales guys present of the symbiotic relationship and how much they love each other, 
you know, the MSP is only as good as, as, as the system that they take, take data from. So if the integrations aren't set up or the system's down or there's uh, a security breach, the MSP is off the hook. But if you have an integrated solution, there's one CEO to talk to. Ali Ben Slomo concurs with Andrew, employing many of the same analogies as he does. She argues that the priorities of an MSP and VMS simply don't align. So, you know, the one throat to choke, obviously, makes a lot of sense. It's common sense. And as an MSP, as I said, you know, it goes all back to the, the, the clout of the voice, the clout of the complaint and the weight that it has. So as an MSP, you can only influence as much with any one of those VMSs. And at some point when, when you've got repeated issues or repeated SLA, you know, infractures, you're going to have to bring the client in to be the muscle because... And even that might not be enough. If they're not a big client, then their voice is not going to be loud enough. And, you know, good luck MSP, right? Good luck MSP getting a higher place on the queue to get X, Y, and Z released. And it's a finger pointing. They, the VMS will say, oh, it's MSP user error. That's why you've got these errors. And MSP will say the, the VMS team wasn't responsive enough to our teams or they gave us wrong information or... You know, they didn't configure correctly. So for the first six to nine months of any program, there are always going to be kinks, and, and it, it's a stabilization. There are always going to be um, some tweaks that have to be done after go live, no matter how much due diligence the implementation has done in the implementation stage. You always find things after go live that need correction or, or adjustment or modification. If it's one team, you've got the pressure on that one implementation team to make it happen, and they are working in the VMS. But if you've got two implementation teams, one for the VMS and one for the MSP, it's just that much more problematic to get these corrections done in a timely fashion. Ted Surgott, Pro's Senior Vice President of Product Development, who oversees all aspects of the company's award-winning VMS solution, WAND, argues that the success of the software is contingent on the success of the MSP. They go hand in hand. A disintegrated approach simply doesn't make sense. So number one, one point of contact. There's no conflict of interest. This happens all the time. Different people, different motivations, even their so-called partners, there was a lot of finger pointing. So there's no conflict of interest. You talk to Ali's team and client services, they're also, it's not even on here, but they're also experts in our tool. Everyone in the company knows our tool is an expert in it. We are solutions focused. Very important. It's about solutions, not services or software. It's what's best for the client. Maybe it's a services solution. Maybe it's a software solution. Maybe it's a combination of the two. But because we have both sides of the VMS and the MSP, we're focused on what's best for the client, not what's best for the service or what's not best for the software. 
Um, and also we are um, we're profitable. Um, being a VMS and MSP, most, if not all, VMSs are unprofitable. So that means that the nickel and dime you to, to enhance or anything, the fact that we're profitable will partner with you on what's best for the client. Well, this does it for part one of our three-part installment on the integrated MSP and VMS. Not services, not software, but the solution. Check out parts two and three of this podcast series on soundcloud.com or prounlimited.com forward slash podcast. For those interested in knowing more about Pro, its integrated MSP and VMS approach, WAND, the company's award-winning VMS platform, and much more, visit prounlimited.com. Or email us at information at prounlimited.com or call us at 1-800-291-1099. Once again, 1-800-291-1099. Pro Unlimited, your integrated, purely vendor-neutral, contingent workforce management solution.